I'm going to email Zencaster. <laughs> Just a thank you. Yeah. I'm convinced that, like, we've given them access to everything on our computers, but, like, it's worth it. Oh, sure. Yeah, they can have, um, like, uh, what do I have on here? There's, like, a, a couple pictures of Jay Leno. Uh, little Jay Leno or regular Jay Leno? Why would you why would you jump to little Jay Leno first? Because I only have pictures of little Jay Leno and regular size Jay Leno as part of WCW. <laughs> hey, wait, so why okay, if if why don't you have pictures of regular why do we have we don't have to call him regular, he's just Jay Leno. No 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 no, no. he's regular Jay Leno, there's Mavis, and then there's little Jay Leno. There's Mavis, yes, there is. There's Mavis. Wait, so, uh, okay. You'd have zero pictures of regular Jay Leno. We'll just call him uh, RJL. R- <laughs> yep, RJL. So you got no pictures of RJL. You That's got multiple true. pictures of LJL. Oh, of course. How much Mavis you got in there? Oh, no, she's just... Um, there's a lot of poems about Mavis, but no photos. All right. Well, she's a... Uh, I guess an uh, enchanting figure. You yeah. Know, uh, culturally, and I'm assuming historically, she will be. She's late night's a... ultimate muse. Yes, she is the uh, the Helen of Troy of um, of late night TV. Yep, and that's why the coronavirus came because there was no muse to satisfy anymore because Jay Leno was off. Regular size Jay Leno was off. They said, "Fuck it, let's bring the coronavirus in. We don't need late night Isn't anymore." That... That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Isn't that so fucked up? <laughs> When's the last time you just got with your bros and talked about truths? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, truth time with with the bros, it's been like a couple months. Probably since like, the, you know, but right before the quarantine. Truth time with the bros is the best name for every single show ever. Why isn't your podcast called Truth Time with the Bros? It will be now. I was just I, I was just on a um, a text chain discussing. Uh, well, I I saw I saw somebody tweet. It was a funny tweet today. I forget who the account was, but it was something like, uh, "We love the uh, the bear monster from Annihilation, don't we, folks?" Yeah. When it when it screams like a human, we love that, don't we? <laughs> Just like a like a Trump impression talking about whatever, you know. <laughs> that makes me very happy. It is it's really funny, but like when I was like so right before uh, I came back to L.A., I was I was in a car with um with Chris Stevens and Sam Wiles, and we were all the, all we could do was just to keep ourselves from not losing our minds was do impressions of Donald Trump talking about the Wolfman. Uh, <laughs> And it would just be like, we love the wolf man, don't we? We love we love seeing the wolf man. He's got hair all over his body. We love the wolf man's pubic hair. Where does it start? Where does his regular hair end? <laughs> it was the only thing we could do to not completely go insane. And also, this is we were just completely ripping off um, James Austin Johnson's impression of Donald Trump, which everybody should look up because he's my absolute favorite Donald Trump impression. It's better than Anthony Adam. He does. He, um, they're they're neck and neck. I mean, they're okay. they both. Anthony like understands this level of psychology going on, 
with Donald Trump that I don't think anyone has touched. <laughs> sure. You know, he really gets what's going on in that man's brain. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but also James is doing this, like he's able to just talk about anything and translate it into the, into the Trump kind of, uh, psyche. Yeah. And so, and, yeah, like, I don't know. He's got some about like, I don't know, star Wars, shit, whatever. <laughs> they're, they're all great. Like star Wars. Uh, how do you feel today? Today is the last day of April, April 30th. It's uh, yeah. How do you feel? Good. I don't, I don't have to work today. So that's always a good thing. I'm um, both jealous and not jealous that you don't have to work. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, it's a real, like, uh, yeah, trying to feel good when you, when you're working mm-hmm. because you're thankful that you have a job, but also it sucks. <laughs> cause, you, Cause your job it's, is yeah, not like a dream job. No, it's stupid. It's it's just answering people's you know complaints all day. It's it's the dumbest. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Hold on to that job. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's that's about it. It's just like uh, you know. Are you paying rent fired. in uh, May? I guess so. <laughs> um, I've I've not. I. I mean, I can. You know, I have a job still, yeah. so I can. And uh, and no, none of my neighbors have have contacted me about like some kind of solidarity front about, yeah. you know, not being able to do it. So I'm just going to do it, I guess. Yeah. Do you know anyone that is not paying rent? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've not had a lot of those conversations, I guess. Got it. I'm having a lot of those conversations. Uh, my friend is not paying her rent. She didn't pay last month either. And she brings up a good point of uh, what can they do? Which is a good point. But she also wants to sure. move to Los Angeles from D.C. And my point is uh, they'll just call the last landlord. And then it'll be. Very, yes, they probably close. will. Yes. But I, I also think that it's like, you know, uh, then no one will ever have a place ever again. Like, yeah, I kind of feel that happen? way. Like you're locked in. Yeah. Like if you lose it, if your resume is fucked up because of this, if you're credit history if your rental history if anything's fucked up because of this so is everybody like there's going to be a massive percentage of people's history you know credit histories that are fucked up because of this i bet mavis is, is fine mavis is set <laughs> mavis has it fucking made she gets to have sex in with the shade regular jay leno <laughs> she gets to have sex with little jay leno she gets to pick and choose her <laughs> shots yeah, Mavis is like lounging in a in a chaise with little Jay Leno rubbing her feet and and RL R, uh, RJL just feeding grapes, you know. I will now always think of uh RJL when I think of Run the Jewels and it makes Run the Jewels <laughs> infinitely better. <laughs> yeah, no, regular regular Jay Leno uh and he should do, you know, some kind of like uh collaboration, I guess. With a with a RT RTJ RTJ and RJ RJL RJL yeah. RTJ collab for the Corona, and then if the Corona goes to twenty twenty one, then bring in LJL. Yeah, they should just they should do an, uh, a a song at least where they sample him saying, "If you've seen this, have you heard about this?" I think you've named the song. They did. They, yeah, they they actually would do a song called "If you've seen this, have you heard about this?" It'd be good. That sounds like right up their alley. <laughs> Did you ever listen to the Cat Remix album? 
Uh, I, I recall it happening and hearing like a little bit and being like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly annoying. I played it for my cats once just to see if they would Have they uh, respond? They're pretty indifferent. <laughs> pretty indifferent yeah. at best. <laughs> I don't think they appreciate the, like the, the irony of it. <laughs> no. No, it was lost on that. I don't think they get it. Your cats are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Do you and your wife have uh, like special like dinners or events? Well, not events, but like plans for like to signify this is the weekend versus this is the weekday. Um, kind of. I don't. I don't know. We will. Not really. I don't know. It, it, it's uh, our work weeks are weird because we have like. I have today and tomorrow off, oh, so okay. that's my weekend. She'll have, you know, we, we have ma- overlap tomorrow. So maybe tomorrow we'll, like, um, I don't know, like make Bloody Marys and, and, I don't know, watch scary movies or something. Okay. That, that might be. I mean, that, that has not been planned or discussed, but that's been a fun it's been a fun move. What's your go-to vodka? Through the it, Friday the 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th. Are you enjoying the Friday the 13th series? It is one of the worst movie franchises oh, yeah. I've ever watched. Yeah. It's truly terrible. Mm-hmm. Correct. And um, it's and it starts off bad. The first one's bad. The second one bad. Third yeah. one bad. Mm-hmm. I I've like, only seen you one through three. Be able to do those. So five is the first one where it's like embracing the campiness of it. Mm-hmm. Not, maybe it's not the first one that does that, but it's the one that like nails it. I think. But it's you. You shouldn't have to have have five movies to do it right yeah well <laughs> it's insane it made a moderate amount of money every time so good for them i watched Dude, the i i watch I was, they made a billion dollars off the first one not not like box office but like like historically every you know iteration mm-hmm. of it sold whatever blah 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 mm-hmm. like they made a billion dollars i it's finally crazy. did you watch it too no, that have, I've, I'm bummed because everybody's like this. The worst follow up ever. <laughs> it might be the. It might be worse than any Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sorry, Friday the Thirteenth. Jesus, I, I've I've not heard one good thing about it, which sucks because it. I liked the first one, and I've and I saw the cast of the second one. And I, was, great. I thought it looked good. Great, but, great, great yeah. cast, and uh, maybe the worst horror film I've ever seen. Almost three hours long, or at least it felt that way. Maybe it's, it's two a and a crazy half. movie. Yeah, I might not ever see it. <laughs> it, you know, what's really I don't have to. Yeah, I think it's mandatory. It's uh, worse than RuPaul's Drag Race celebrity uh, all star thingy, like her, her new show with celebrities. But the celebrities are like very loosely so, like. So I had to ask a friend who two of the three celebrities were. What level are we talking? Like, what's a name that I would? Jermaine know? Fowler is the big name. Oh. Okay, and that's fine. Like he was really good on it, and then some kid from Riverdale, and then some guy from a TV Land show. But we're but we're like starting off on a pretty lower tier of celebrity. That's what I'm saying, and that was better. Like the Masked Singer has like the the level of celebrity. I guess I don't really know who a lot of those people are too, but. It, at least they have people I've heard of. Well, you know who Sarah Palin is. You might remember her from her appearances on the regular Jay Leno show. Yeah, I remember her from the uh, parody pornography films. Yeah. Um, and they also, 
They have, yeah, they're bad people. Jenny McCarthy, she's a bad person. Anyways, I'm really dark today, man. It's been a bad day. What's up? What's how? You, what's the what's the reason for the darkness? I think it's because it's been raining all day in DC, and it's supposed to rain until I think 10 p.m. And you should watch a, a a bad movie or something. Yeah, I can't. I have the boy, uh, so that's not gonna happen. Uh, I uh, he can't. He can't sit and look at a TV. No, he can't. He won't. Also, he just has no interest in it because he's like nine months old. He's not just like, all right, I'll veg out with uh, Friday the Thirteenth when they go to space. He won't do that. He doesn't get it. That's right. He's and it yeah, sucks because he's a he target demo. It. Yeah, no, it it should be the most appealing to uh under you know one year old yeah. child. Yeah, so I will not be watching any horror movies today. I don't know. I think it's also just because, like, I've had the radio on all day, and that's not a good idea. What's can you can you tell me what's the appropriate age to teach your child about Jay Leno? <laughs> well, our kid came out of the womb knowing about Jay Leno because I used to put on old WCW <laughs> matches for him, so he just like grew up literally growing. Uh, listening to uh, WCW and hearing Diamond Dallas Page on The Tonight Show uh, starring regular size Jay Leno. So he knew about RJL from the jump. Uh, I'd say for most kids, I don't know, like uh, 13, 14. You don't want to introduce him too young. It's like too good. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And and right at that, at that puberty moment, though, too, you don't want to imprint some kind of Jay Leno-based sexuality into them. Well, it's uh, one of those things R- where, like, RJL. you know how when you're looking at bikini posters uh, on the wall when you're a kid oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, I need a bikini lady. And you're like, no one looks like bikini lady. <laughs> That's what introducing a kid to Mavis so young before puberty does to him. It just it makes him think like, oh, I got to find a Mavis. And like, you can't. There's one one of one here with Mavis. Like, you can't get that. So you got to well, wait until they've gone through puberty at least a little bit. And then you can introduce him to RJL. Yeah. Or well, you do what I did in the womb. Oh. So it's either zero yeah. or thirteen. I, yeah, there's there's no. You're only setting yourself up for disappointment if you introduce your child to the beauty standards of RJL. I mean, now, it's just going to be you're, you're never going to find that out in the real world, and you're going to have a warped sense of of sexuality. That's what I've been saying for years. What about little Jay Leno? I don't even know when to. He's not been introduced to little Jay Leno. I feel like. Mamma maybe... mia. <laughs> <laughs> right, boys? We love little Jay Leno, don't we, folks? <laughs> this does feel like truth time with the boys, even though we're very, very far apart. I know, yeah. This is this is a, this is as close to truth time with the boys as we're gonna get. I think. Have in, you in had another? Have you had another pasta meet up with your Los Angeles boys? No, but I think we're gonna maybe do a pasta meet up where we get pasta, and all sit in cars in a parking lot. I like and that. eat in our cars separately. I, I like that. Could I throw I, I, an idea? My out? new my new thing is. Oh yeah, go for it. We all need to practice social distancing, obviously. But it is possible to make like, I don't know, a 12 foot long piece of pasta. And then you could have people eat uh, three feet of it each so that you're still six feet apart. And then it's like a very respectful lady in the tramp moment from two different cars. Yeah, that'd be, I, I mean, theoretically, yeah, theoretically, we could have 
a, 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 a strand of spaghetti that goes around planet Earth, feeding everybody. Well, that's just absurd. Take that back. I mean, I mean, theoretically. <laughs> Even theoretically, please apologize and take that back. North Pole to South Pole, we could just we could do it. Oh, you're not even going on the equator? No, I, I don't want too many people's mouths on this piece of pasta. <laughs> I want as few people. Well, we're gonna try and do it across the ocean. All right, this is this is reasonable again. Like long long haul freighters might get a bite. <laughs> Would it be what like al dente? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, because you want it stronger. <laughs> Yeah, you want it to retain as much of its rigidity, but not with being too hard. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it, it's a balance. Um, I think we'll probably get some kind of, um, uh, you know, some kind of professional. Uh, May- oh, wait. Okay, so I, I've, I've been I've been watching a lot of pasta videos on the internet, right? Like on, on YouTube? Yeah, <laughs> that's where the internet lives. Been watching a YouTube.com. Lot of- YouTube.com, check it out. Uh, so I've, I've been watching a lot of like cooking videos and stuff, and I was yeah. watching somebody talk about um, cooking with uh, extra virgin olive oil and like mm-hmm. the the benefits, the, the you know things that detract. And um, and he at the end of the video, I, it's so fucking funny. He was just like, um, and uh, Mario Batali, he's he's famous for cooking everything with uh, extra virgin olive oil, uh, you know, desserts and entrees and meatballs and blah blah blah. It's like, uh, and he had some uh, pers- personal issues that came in the way. Uh, but hey, uh, he wasn't wrong about the olive oil. And then the video <laughs> just ended right there. <laughs> it's the craziest ending to like a informative video about olive oil. <laughs> oh, I want that to be Mario Batali's biography. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't wrong about the sure olive oil. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, I put together a composter last night. Uh, I'm kicking myself for not ordering one before the pandemic because all the good ones sold out. So I'm stuck with this mid-range composter. Be prepared. That's the level I'm at in terms of uh, my age. (laughs) Thirty-seven. Like, what do you? What are you composting? Well, there. This is. I'm very old now. there's free compost in Washington D.C. at the at the area where you could drop off uh, trash and recycling that's too big for the cans, but it shut down due to coronavirus, and D.C. is not going to open up at the earliest for two more months. And uh, my wife and I built a raised bed, so we're like, "Well, we need compost." And it's like, "Well, if we could just make our own compost, we'll do that." So that's what we're doing. So that's the level of uh, I don't want to throw away anything uh, or buy anything. So now, in theory, I'll have free. Uh, dirt i don't know it's it's for plants Lucky devil <laughs> god you, you call me up just to brag in my face i got that good i get it dirt. you got free dirt <laughs> i got coffee grounds and eggshells i'm gonna go fucking nuts all right all right yeah you you got all this free dirt i get it i think this is gonna be good for you yeah you think you yeah, think, think coronavirus is going to be good for me? Yeah, I think you're going to learn a lot about dirt. I already knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I already knew the things. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that uh, people people will be exiting the you know the the quarantine and everything, being much more um, you know being able to conserve more, uh, less spoiled about how things are shipped. Right. Mm-hmm. It should at least help people's brains a little bit. It's sort of like how J L- RJL uh, never cashed any of his NBC yes. checks and just lived on the money he made from stand-up because that's a normal thing to do. He conserved money from NBC, a local mom-and-pop shop. What a weirdo. <laughs> that's, that's weird. Yeah. he's a He is a truly bizarre cultural figure. A man who's kind of funny-looking. Uh, just wears all denim all the time. Has a billion cars. I don't even know how. I don't. I've never even seen. Maybe I've seen Mavis, but I've. It's never. Like, he's not like running around with Mavis on his arm at like award shows or something. He lives lives a pretty private life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen him? Jay Leno, RJ, RJ, RJL. Out out and about. Yeah. I've seen him once uh, driving in Burbank. Well, exactly. Was he? Was it like a? Was it like a steampunk car? What? What kind of car? God, I, I, I'm, I might be misremembering it because I'm like combining with everybody else's the time I saw Jay Leno and Burbank stories, but I think it was like one of those, tr- like an old truck. Okay. I cool. think is what it was. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I can't be you know pressed on this. I, I will, I'll crumble under the pressure of it. I it could be anything. It could have been a you know, yeah, the fire truck, a hot rod. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that fire you and I will rod. never be successful uh, in terms of doing what we want and making billions of dollars uh, with our thoughts because we don't love cars to the level of Leno, Letterman, or Seinfeld, and that is the only reason. If liking cars is what it takes, yeah, I think it's liking I can, cars. I can, I like cars. I have a Honda Accord. I like it. <laughs> we don't have an airplane hangar full of them. <laughs> what if? Yeah, just an airplane hangar full of like mid sedans. Like it's a very good Corolla. <laughs> I don't even. I need, they don't need to start. I just need to have the car. I need the titles. And the bodies of all of the cars. None of them need to run. I just need an airplane hangar and 40 to 60 Chevrolet Cavaliers. And then I think I'll be super successful. Do you think that when Jay Leno dies, his cars will be like preserved in a Jay Leno car museum? It's one of two things. Yes. Or somebody makes them all in the cubes. Not like a cool cube, Honda cube, <laughs> but they just smash all of them, and he gets buried within a car grave that's like thirteen I, tons of compressed I, I wonder metal. about that kind of stuff. Yeah, because it's like um, I think that uh, that people want to leave some sort of legacy, you know, um, to be remembered after they're gone. And if you're if the thing you're remembered for is like a an army, like an armada of of old cars will people think that you were God of some kind, you know, like some kind of Supreme leader. Have you ever worn all denim? (laughs) I've never owned anything denim on top. I've had a denim jacket. I've never had a denim shirt. I gotta tell you, he's it's where it's at. 
I don't understand. No, it's it's, it's so great. Too, it's, it's not soft enough. It's so it's not soft enough. Is what you just said? A denim shirt. I don't want uh, jeans on my nipples. It depends on how. Well, think. What about chambray? Chambray is a type of denim, I think, and it's soft. I don't know what that is, Mister Fancy. Uh, this is we're we're out of my. What's chambray? I'm looking this up. It's in every Gap ad for the last decade. Well, maybe I'll try this chambray. Listen, I'm going to send you. I don't even believe it exists at this point. Chambray, sure. I'm going to see. What is chambray? I think it's denim. Lightweight denim. Chambray is a cotton that is lightweight. It is lighter than denim. You seen this? You heard about this? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. Chambray shirts. Put me in a yard. I'm going to be composting all day with that denim on denim on denim. You get in the dirt. Then you go out in the town. You go to the clubs. You go to the bars. You go to a different club. You meet people. You show them your gardening tools. You stay six feet apart. You go collect the garbage. You bring that garbage home. You put that garbage in your compost. You have better dirt than everyone else, and you're dressed appropriately. Chambray is where it's at, man. Dirt braggart. Is what you are. Yeah. Dirt braggart. Yeah. I'll take that title every day. DB. <laughs> Tell me this. Did you like Jay Leno fighting in WCW? Was that good or bad to you? Um, It's sort of like, do you know who Icarus is? <laughs> yes. Who's like that? So who was Icarus in this story? Is it DDP, WCW, Jay Leno? Oh, no, 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 no. Jay Leno is the son. There we go. <laughs> and Kevin Eubanks was Icarus because he knew his place in the house band. I don't know why he got in the wrestling ring, too. That was too much. I mean, it, it, he did he actually wrestle or was he like a, a run-in and like he had No, they had like a build match and like they each did like two moves. And Kevin Eubanks is like super ripped. That's awesome. Hell yeah, Kev. <laughs> I like my jazz guitars full of heroin. Did, um... Just gloss right did, over that. Uh, yeah, well, we all do. That's an understood. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all... That's what we all want. Uh, in a perfect world, yeah, sure. Uh, so wait, I, I, I'm trying to remember it, because I, I watched this match for sure live on pay-per-view when it happened. It was uh, it was DDP and, and Jay Leno, right? Yeah. Versus was it uh, Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff? Was that it? That seems right. I'm gonna look this up because it's been a while. They had. I remember there was like a string of like DDP tag teaming with like Carl Malone. Yeah, DDP. Yeah, that one was a bummer. Yeah, they're all bummers. None of them are good. Yeah, they they, they were really. I mean they. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot to like, like about that old that old era, but there's a lot to not like. Um, what's your what's your most like your '98 around then? What's your favorite part of wrestling? Because I think you saw Owen Hart die in the ring, didn't you? Yes, I was at Over the Edge, Kansas City. Uh, I think it was '99. Yeah. So is that your pinnacle? Is that your top of the mountain? Like nothing's gonna oh, top God. this. <laughs> I I kind of stopped 
being into it after that. So you're telling me that after watching a man die in person, you stopped being a fan? Yeah, it was one of those things where you, it kind of is uh, – it makes you grow up. <laughs> that was your <laughs> Wonder that, Years like, moment oh, of like when he's dating someone else this? now. Oh, God. Yeah, when when uh, seeing a dude die, good Lord. And they kept the show going. It was it was upsetting. But I, before that, I think, you know, I was just casually enjoying watching Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. He was fun. He was fun. Right? He kicks ass. Good times. <laughs> Thank God he didn't die. That would have been terrible. Oh, man. Fingers crossed for Stone Cold during the corona times. I wonder how his quarantine is going. The same as his life, because all he does is drive around a ranch on uh, ATVs. So, the same. That's how to live, man. I bet he doesn't even think about compost. He's got a compost guy. Yeah, he probably has his own guy. You're probably right. He's got his own beer. Have you had his beer? Uh, I've heard of it. I've not seen it in a store or anything. Man, you're in Los Angeles, too. That's so cool. They have Stone Cold beer out there. Well, next time I go to the grocery store, I'll, I'll see if I can find some, what is it called? It's uh, El Segundo Brewery. It's Stone Cold IPA, I think. I think. Or Broken Skull, something it's, like that. It's very funny that he is making IPAs. Because mm-hmm. his whole thing was, like, cheap beer. Mm-hmm. It was mostly Coors Light. Good for him. And Miller Light. Coors Light holds the fuck up, man. That's all I drink. I don't, not all I drink, but it's my go-to, you know. Is your go-to light beer? Whatever. That's cool. You're cool. That's what I keep telling people, and they don't believe me. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Sonic Youth song "Cool Things" spelled with a K? Um. Yeah. Cool. Party. What are your thoughts on Thurston Moore's current solo career? I have not heard any of it. What are your thoughts on Kim Gordon's current solo career? I liked the, I've not heard the whole album, but I liked a handful of songs I did hear. What are your thoughts on Sonic Youth's uh, Thurston Moore and Kim Gordon appearing on Gilmore Girls with their daughter during the second to last season of Gilmore Girls? Unaware that that happened. That happened. What's more shocking, that happening or uh, Jay Leno appearing in a WCW ring? Oh, God. No, it's it's definitely uh, Sonic Youth being on Gilmore Girls. Part of me wishes right. I developed a skill like coding instead of remembering that Sonic Youth was on Gilmore Girls. What do you do? You have a favorite band or musician uh, cameo on a TV show? Not really. Uh, as not not as a as a character, not as an actor. Do you count SNL bumpers or ads? No. Because are you going to say Barkley and Nirvana? Yeah. Because hey, Ma, it's your favorite. It's Nirvana. Like that, I love that. Also, that episode is great because yeah. it opens with Barkley. Uh, it's do it's a uh, Barkley versus Godzilla. And that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's yours? I remember that one. Um, oof, good one. I, 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 it might be the fact that Ween is in It's Pat the movie. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's it. Great. Might be that one. Um, it's yeah. Who knows why? I mean, other than, I guess Pat gets to say I played with Ween, and I think that's the only reason why. What's your favorite athlete cameo? 
Oh man. I want to say, um, I want to say like Lenny Dykstra was on boy meets world. And I think that's funny. Vader was also on boy meets world and that there was an entire episode built around that. Wait, around who? Vader, big van Vader. Oh wow. Okay. I, I might be misremembering this, but I think, um, I think it's funny when it's like an athlete that's kind of known for not being chill. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Brett Favre and there's something about Mary because it actually was part of the movie, but you didn't know it until the end. And and he was, he did a good job in it. He did a really good job. And then what, like 12 years later, he showed his dick. But it makes sense. Oh yeah, he did. That was a, it was a little bit later, but I never saw his dick. I mean, you have the option and that's really all you need. Did you see it? No, no, no. I just remember that uh, he—I think he was wearing Crocs in the photo, like Mario Batali. That's really funny. <laughs> he, hey, he may have done some things, but boy, was he right about Crocs.